Hello, friends and foes, and welcome to the Johto Quorum. We're here to fight. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually the Johto Quorum. That's, it's just like that, you know, kind of lined up. I'm Six Detmar. Hey, everyone. It's me, Alan Ibrahim. We're the two quorums. We are the one quorum. We are, we are the two uh, constants in this ever-changing uh, political institution that determines the worth of various Pokemon. We are well on our way. We are into the Galar decks. Um, and uh, I remember us having conversations like, man, how are we going to address all the new Pokemon they're going to add with the DLC, right? <laughs> Great news. They basically didn't. Yeah, they added, count them, two. Two. Well... <clears throat> No, you're right. Are they to... added to the end? What are their dex numbers, by the way? They're probably added to the end, right? They're That's probably. How it works. I'm sure they're added to the end. Yeah. I'll I'll quadruple check that, but yeah. Um, we're here to talk about Pokemon as we always do, and specifically, yes, they're added to the end. I confirmed it. Okay. So, uh, so we're not going to get to them right now, but we are going to start this episode by talking about the newly released, like very newly, like it's we're recording this on the 20th to to reveal that, and uh, on the 18th. The Pokemon Company released the first of two planned Pokemon Sword and Shield DLCs called The Isle of Armor. Is it really only the 18th? Was it that recently? I think so. Huh. It feels like two days. I feel like I've slept on it twice. I feel like it's been more than that. I feel like it's been like three or four, but maybe I'm I'm on. on the drugs. Uh, aren't we all on drugs? I don't know. Are we? I truly don't no, know. No, it was the 17th. It was Wednesday. Oh, okay. Okay, so that works out. Um, but yeah, we're here to talk about that. We have our takes. Um, Six and I have both played the majority of, if not all of, the major content of this DLC, mm-hmm. uh, and we have some we have some thoughts. Um, so so to start, um, you came into this one with fairly low expectations. It sounded like, yeah. Um, wh- were those low expectations met? Um, you know, uh it's people people talk about like limboing under expectations yeah and usually going low in limbo is a good thing so that seems like a weird comparison right yeah what that doesn't make sense <laughs> but that uh-uh. that is a thing people say uh no i set my expectations low and um in ways they went over it but mostly they went under it they went under your low expectations right right um yeah <sighs> Yeah, um, I, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, playing playing the Isle of Armor, it's not like there's any point where I'm like, wow, this is terrible, right? Yeah. Um, but there's not much here, folks. Not exactly. I sort of try to put myself in the perspective of a child playing this. Uh, who's told like there's a new playground for you to mess around in and there's a bunch of new if you're a child you know you don't think that these pokemon are uh rehashed and <laughs> they're not just using old pokemon adding them to the decks you're just like whoa new pokemon uh i get a little story i get a little friend and if you don't like if you haven't played hundreds of hours of sword and shield like a lot of us have then you don't exactly have a way to like bypass all of the 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 grind inherent in this DLC. Mm. So it can last you quite a while if you don't um do that. But the problem is that the majority of at least like adult Pokemon players uh played the game, finished it, uh maybe got into competitive, maybe didn't, maybe caught finished the Pokédex like I did, maybe didn't. And you get to this and you're like, "Oh, I can be in and out of this taking my time to see all of the sites in about 90 minutes to 2 hours." Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you uh, you have a version exclusive rival who introduces you to the Isle of Armor sword gets Clara and shield gets Avery um, and they take you there Clara's the uh, poison type lady yeah yeah I liked Clara a lot Clara is is definitely the high point I thought it was she did had really good character work where she is basically um, she's a spoiled brat um yeah she was supposed to be a like she's like oh i'm gonna make my debut as an idol singer um and she did and nobody bought the album um and she was like okay well if i become a pokemon gym leader and then release an album people will buy it um oh and she is like 
she reminds me a lot of a character named Akira from Lucky Star, where she is Ooh. basically just this like like you know idle character who is using like you know a happy go luckiness as a veneer for just a general contempt for everyone and everything. Um, it's very fun. Her like her animations are like her just like like you know like she gives a lot of like like dead eyed stares. She'll like like have this like unsettling smile as she like sort of like crushes her pokeball with one hand i think she's really fun yeah she um she's definitely uh, a fun design i just read here on her wiki page that her her uniform number is 881 which can be read in japanese as gorowa gorowa wase uh which means dangerous <laughs> <laughs> she's she's dangerous um avery's pretty cool um he has a lot he's he's definitely the like comic relief of the expansion because he really wants to become a psychic type gym leader he's got great fashion sense he wears uh uh, tie-dye outfits he has pokeballs telepathically floating around his head and he wears a gigantic top hat and he's got long blonde hair um and he just wants to become a gym leader that's his main thing but what's hilarious is he kind of talks like he has more powers than he does so the the common thing is like you beat his ass and then he's like uh, you know, Avery, use teleport. And then he just runs, like he turns around and runs away from you. <laughs> it's like, I'm leaving, um, <clears throat> which I always like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're in Trusa Isle of Armor and you meet uh, like everybody at the dojo and uh, they tell you, oh, there's all these challenges and you think like it's going to be really great and like there's going to be all this stuff. And basically all three challenges amount to scavenger hunting the new wild area. Um, yep. You're looking for mushrooms. You're looking for really fast, slow poke at Galarian Slowpoke and you're looking for uh the other thing that I can't remember. Uh, the, no the third one is just fight Clara or your rival, it's, excuse me. Fight your rival, yeah. And then you uh after beating all three trials you are given the armor of the Isle of Armor, which is in fact not armor but a Pokemon. It's Cubfu. Um and they kind of set it up like, oh you're gonna raise this Cubfu we need you to become friends with it and get strong with it. And then we'll let you take it into the next phase of the challenge. And again, if you've been playing these games, you, you can just throw XP candy at it. Or also you just level really fast in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he levels up to a certain amount and you run around with him and they give you the new thing where Pokemon can follow you just like some of the old games, which is fine, but all of them are too slow to keep up with you. So you kind of never see them. Uh, it depends on and the Pokemon I- actually. Yes, most big Pokemon don't catch up to you, but yeah, smaller ones or Pokemon that are about your size will keep up. Mm-hmm. Also, I just play the camera zoomed in usually to prevent the frame rate from getting bad, so I never see them. So I've played now like a couple hours of this DLC and I barely saw my followers, but mm. also, yeah, it's fine. Um, you level him and then you take him into a tower. You get to choose either the dark tower or the water tower. You beat like five people on the way to the top. They're all extraordinarily easy. They all have one Pokemon and then you get to touch the, the scroll at the top and evolve him into uh, one or the other form of Urish, Urshifu, which is his evolved form that can either be dark fighting or water fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, we picked opposite ones, so we can talk about those two. And then that's basically the DLC. And then there's a post-game thing, which I don't think you've seen yet, where basically they talk about, oh, you know, Urshifu is supposed to be able to Gigantamax, but it can't yet. So we need it to, it, it, it's too picky. It doesn't eat the new soup the max soup which is sort of a cute new mechanic where you can get some items around the isle of armor and make a pokemon that's not gigantamax form into that or vice versa mm-hmm. and so if you give him the right mushrooms then he'll turn into gigantamax or shifu uh and then hop comes and helps you out and he's like i want to study the pokemon here you do another fetch quest where you have to look for it it's kind of gross and funny like you um I'm not going to spoil all the jokes, but you have to like look for uh, different types of honey from different Pokemon that produce or collect honey. So like different bugs in the forest hmm. and eventually you find the right one and then you fight a final boss, you get the honey and then you use your, your powerful Urshifu uh, to beat the sensei and you, that's it. You beat the DLC. Great. There's a dojo. There's like, okay. So they, they, uh, there are like, if you look at them on paper, there's a lot of stuff added to this. None of it matters. Why do I care about a dojo that I can upgrade to get lemonade? Even if I'm a, like a hardcore player, why do I care about an, an upgradable dojo? It doesn't look different. They don't upgrade the outside like I had hoped. They just give you more stuff for your freaking vending machine. 
Yeah, it seems like um and I think I think if I think the upgrades to the dojo are designed for people who are like aiming to max out their Pokedex, right? And they're like, you want this to be your new base of operations while you catch all the Pokemon that are here. Um so you spend yeah, your kind of you spend your spare watts, which you have anyway, to upgrade, you know, to, to to unlock all this stuff. It is really I do find it really annoying, and I know you did too. That's like you unlock stuff like, oh, you can unlock like a stylist and you can unlock and all these things are just like there's a magic door that you step into <laughs> that teleports you into the ether. <laughs> And, like, they even, I mean, they do poke fun at it, right? Which is, like, if you're going to do this, Don't I guess the it's the way to do, right? Where it's, like, the, the the stylist is, like, no, I'm too shy. You couldn't possibly. What if you had a camera? And then the person who, like, Honey, the lady who, who helps run the dojo, is, like, wow, that's how you know you're dealing with a real professional. Um, and that's funny, but it is sort of, like, uh, clever dialogue masking the fact that they just didn't want to build anything. Um, and like, listen, I am, I am not here to call Game Freak lazy, right? I understand that they have a lot of time constraints. They have some budget constraints. They put out a lot of games, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you are basically, this is, this only comes as part of the season pass. So it's $30. But since they're going to be two pieces of content, I will be generous and say this is a $15 piece of content. For fifteen dollars, this is a bummer. Yeah, the new wild area, while visually a little bit di- well, pretty diverse, I'd say, from the other wild areas, um, is nice. I think that's the other big sell for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, as with as you were saying before this came out, like the wild area as a concept is just so inherently empty. Like you run around and you look for the stuff that you want, and then you catch it. And there's items here and there, but, like, why do I need these items? It just feels very, like, you know, but check off a box. Like, we added a wild area. And you can, um, and if you connect to the internet, then you can see other people and not interact with them, but at least it kills your frame rate. Well, you can talk to them and they give you an item. Yeah, that's but. true. They're, they're, they're just like, hey, look what I found. Hey, look what I found. Hey, look, hey, 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 look, hey, what, hey, I look found. what I found. Hey, look what I found. And then, the, yeah, you, the frame rate goes down into the single digits. Yeah. Um, I didn't have as many frame problems in that mode as I did in the base game, but I don't know if they patched that or if I'm just playing. I'm not used to playing it docked because hmm. um, right now my setup, I can only play my Switch docked. But, yeah, there's like you can look at it and say there's a bunch of stuff there. And I feel bad saying that it's really slight, but I really... <laughs> like didn't rush through it and i finished it in an evening and it's like what did i guess what did i want out of pokemon dlc i wanted something meteor already sword shield felt a little bit slight so for them to add a whole thing and like make this big ad campaign about like you're gonna get cub food and you're gonna train him and then i like was able to knock that out in like a little while is like i i mean part of what's really bizarre to me is to have this whole island and on this whole island I mean, I guess this is this is a wild area thing. I never thought about this before, but like, there aren't random trainers. Yeah, I kept away seeing other NPCs, thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna get the exclamation point. We're gonna fight." And it's like, nope, those are all NPCs that trade with you. Yeah, nobody's here to fight you. There's all these different kids. There's all these different other kids in the dojo, and you never fight any of them. Yeah, how do you have a dojo where you never fight anyone? <laughs> Like what? Except in the structured like story battles, and then and there's a post game thing where you can fight uh, like element specific battles. You can be like, I want to only use grass types, which like okay, yeah, that's <clears throat> fine. But it's it's just it's just very strange. Um, yeah, and like I guess it does like they there are refinements to the wild area, right? I think the level design is more interesting. Yes. than the other one, yep. because the other wild area is like. It's the same grass fields everywhere, and then they just have the weather change as you move around. Like, going from area to area, it barely looks different in the base game's wild areas. Here, they actually do some stuff with the environment. These wild areas are, like, slightly more visually interesting. But the other problems of wild areas, as far as them being not engaging mechanically, and then the frame rate issues, and it's just... It's a real bummer to me. Um, this is not, you know, maybe, maybe I was expecting too much, but I, I walked away from this being like, I mean, I just, even, it's not even a lack of content, like maybe $15 for like a hundred stuff added to the decks. If it wasn't a case where they're all returning Pokemon would be like that, that, that in itself is enough. Cause we knew they were going to do that. Right. Right. 
we predicted months ago that they're going to sell you the rest of the old decks, even though Pokemon Home is now out. So you could just have all 800 plus of them right now if you if you had worked on that in the past. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for them to add them here when they already are in. You're, you can just pr- import them. It's just for people like me who don't have an old save. Well, and um, like I am willing to like just uh, on concept, I am willing to pay them for the work they had to do to incorporate these. And like, yes, they yes. did do cool work, right? Like, the Pokemon all have like fun. Like I, um, you know, you have already. We had some fun interactions in the base game with a wild area. Where it's like, oh, you know, you'd see, like, the random, like, big monsters and they chase you down. Chase you, and right? you're like, oh god, yeah. Um, but, yeah. But they do some new stuff here where, like, oh, there's Waylord and Waylord is to scale. And, like, I honestly, the <sighs> first time I saw Waylord, I saw it in the distance as a random encounter. And I thought there was just, like, a Waylord island. And so I tried to land on it. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And it started a fight and it was, like, level like, 80. And fuck. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna get eaten by this. That was that's like the best moment, one of the best like environmental moments of the DLC is seeing a whale or thinking it might even just be background, mm-hmm. and then you ride up to it because that's actually my favorite part of the wild area too is the ocean because there's all these islands you can go to that have like different Pokemon on them, and some of them have like different challenges, uh, and you just go all the way down to the end and you find a whale or and it fights you and it's a million feet, and then it's a disappointment because when it follows you, it's like one eighth the size. But that's yeah, I understand why they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, other funny, oh, yeah, go ahead. You you were probably going to mention Sharpedos. You know it. <laughs> the meme is like every time you try to go on the water in this game, it's Sharpedos like, I saw you, motherfucker, and will just hunt you down to the ends of the earth and is much faster than your bike every time. Well, if you use your boost right and you juke, you can escape. You can escape it. It's just way too much work because if you're in, and like, if you don't manage to escape it and then you're out of boost, you're like, well, I'm now just in a Jaws moment where I'm waiting to be killed. <laughs> yeah, I went up to, uh, um, to one of the, like, the dens that was in the middle of the water, interacted with yeah. it, and I was like, oh, I don't want to fight this. And I closed it, and there were just three Sharpedo converging on me. I was like, oh, Jesus. I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in extreme danger, yeah. Um, and then the other thing is just they did some cool stuff with their, like, their animation, right? Yeah. Where like yeah. like uh, one of my early interactions was like you know you have like Pokemon who would like either like you know like run away from you or run towards you or sort of walk up and stare at you, um, but like I had an early interaction that you can get this pretty quick like um I I landed on the island and I was heading towards the dojo and there was a um a low punny. Yeah, and she was, and she sort of saw me, and she ran up and like stopped like a short distance away, and I was like, "Oh, she's gonna do the stop and stare," and she started doing like a martial arts kata, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> that's really cool. That's awesome." Um, that yeah, that first like hour, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like all these new Pokemon, I want to cat because I, I think I've mentioned, I, I like finished the deck, so I saw this, and I'm like, "I'm gonna do it again." Fuck it, two hundred Pokemon, let's go, let's go. I'm getting everyone, and. I very quickly caught, like, half of the wild area. Mm. Like, there's a lot. But the thing is, that number is boosted by the fact that there's, like, you know, there is Jigglypuff added, but you're not going to get Igglybuff or Wigglytuff without a Moonstone and breeding. And, you know, there is uh, a Moongus, but, like, Fungus you're going to have to find through breeding or, like, getting lucky in certain weather. Like, it's just... I still want to eventually complete this new decks, but I'm kind of not in as much of a rush as I thought I was going to be. Well, and these are inherently... All Pokemon you've caught before, except for Kubfu and yeah. Urshifu, which you get through story, so you've already done. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, part of the thing, part of the problem with wild areas is that it makes Pokemon have no context. Right. There just is a Politoed in the middle of nowhere. Uh, right. As opposed to, like, even even if it was like there was a Politoed before, it would be like, oh, there's a Politoed, you know, there, there, this wouldn't happen, but be like, oh, there's a Politoed that's like a really rare spawn in this one part of Route 12. And so you're specifically hunting for it. Whereas here, I'm just like, I'm just like fucking cruising around the island, and I'm like, oh shit. There's a, there's a fucking, yeah, there's a... There's a Licky Licky. Right, I guess I'll just grab, there's a Rhyperior. Like, oh, sure. Well, isn't that in a way more realistic to how they would exist in the world if this was a real world? I mean, yes, and I, I do believe in the idea of there being some like Pokemon evolutions that would only happen with human intervention. Yeah. Um, but like Scizor is just in this. He's just in the wild area, right? <laughs> but even setting that aside, it's just like 
it makes them feel not special when they're just sort of floating there when there's no like there's no event there's no anything right one of the things that makes it so special is like like stuff like um dumb little details right like in um pokemon x and y the fur frows there are like dog styling like salons where you can go to get your fur frows hair cut in like 10 different ways and that's like that doesn't matter at all but like yeah it looks cool it's a level of attention and uh, of detail and like of context applied to one pokemon whereas this is the complete opposite where there is just you know there's just a, a flareon standing in the middle of the wild and it doesn't mean anything it's just there no one ever comments on it. No, it doesn't. It, there's no like event. There's no story. There's no world building around it. It's just oh, there's a Flareon. Yeah. Um, it's it's a little it's a little wacky. It really just feels like you know a hundred Pokemon drop on an island, see if you can catch them all mm-hmm. <laughs> before the circle closes, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, also the the difficulty thing is another common refrain people have have had about this about this expansion, uh, which is that it's either it's 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 too easy i mean of course it's too easy it's pokemon sword and shield was too easy that's to be expected but the scaling system is like a bit disappointing because uh you still haven't fin- you haven't beaten leon um so you never beat the pokemon league you're doing your whole like you know train extremely hard and become uber powerful right i'm disappearing i've disappeared shot. into the mountains for a year <clears throat> yeah yeah, and so when you got to this you said that everything was started around like level 10 to 12 yeah yeah um Everybody was was incredibly weak, which you're like, oh, okay, um, that's nothing. Like I'm not, and then like leveling or leveling Kubfu must be a pain in the ass. Then yeah, it's like I mean I do have eight badges. I mean I know I'm not like I didn't finish the Pokemon League because I wanted to do other stuff, but like they didn't flip the switch to make the game a reasonable difficulty for you. Right, right. But I did. Uh, beat Leon and what that does for the main game is it sets everything in the wild area to level 60 and it sets everything here to level 60 also Mm. which is okay but when again when you've been playing for a freaking long time and they give you so much exp candy your average team is probably in the 80s or 90s um so even still I was one-shotting every single fight in this this DLC Uh and I tried using weaker pokemon like I understand but the only time there was actually a challenge, and I do this is a big plus in the in the Isle of Armor uh, discussion, uh, is when you have just your Kubfu going up the tower, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like they recommend you go into. They told me we recommend you bring it at level seventy. And I'm like, damn, they want me to get it all the way to level seventy just to start this story thing. Like, okay, so I got it to like seventy three, seventy four, and I brought it up, and it was like not not hard, but like a decent challenge. And then the post-game stuff where you start fighting, you have to, like, get ready to fight the Sensei mm-hmm. was a little... It was, like, a little bit harder than the Elite Four. Like, the Sensei fight is, like, it's like actual dick... It's, but it's one fight mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, there's a challenge now. Like, mm-hmm. and he he has his own... Basically, he gets to, he gets an Urshifu of the opposite, uh, you know, transformation that you took. And his is level 80. And you're like, oh, okay. That's a real challenge now. Like, I'm fighting some, like, post-post-game stuff. This is great. Mm-hmm. And then that's done, and you can just full restore cheese your way through that, and then you're back to, okay. So I think, like, if you want difficulty out of this, maybe the elemental, whatever they're called, the limited battles, um, are that just, like, an interesting challenge. But the DLC itself can is so, so easy and quick to get through, <clears throat> which, again, I don't really have a problem with. It's just something to be aware of if you're thinking about purchasing it. Yeah, I think, ultimately, like, my recommendation is if you decide to uh to like to pick up this game if you haven't already cuz i bet yeah. i'm sure a lot of people have just like picked it up and played it through um go in and just start catching pokemon from the island and building a team out of them yeah build your make your island team and use that cuz they're just at the right level you, no matter how it scales they're just at the right level where they're pretty much like you you'd have to work on them a little bit mm-hmm. and they'd be good and you'll have a fun time um, I will say there is the the if you do that the third challenge the fight against your rival, uh, at least in sword I don't know what happens in shield I don't want to spoil anything, um, but in sword you know what I'm talking about your rival yeah kind of like uh, pushes their finger on the scales in a way that you you kind of have to be over leveled or it's really frustrating. Yes. 
Um, it's it's slightly easier in Shield, but it's not. It's still yeah. They they make it a little. They have a couple of difficulty bumps, hmm. and definitely once you have to get Cub Fu leveled, you should focus on that and spend some time on that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to do it. And I uh, am whatever we're complaining, but like maybe I'll eventually finish this deck. I caught basically everyone in the wild area this morning, and now I just have to do the breeding and leveling to get everybody else or the version exclusives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking about animations earlier, and I ran into an Azuril earlier, which was, like, so tiny, and she was bouncing on her tail through the whole wild area, and I was like, I don't want to capture you, because I want you to just watch you animate forever. You're yeah. so adorable. Just have a good time. I don't want to get you. Yeah. yeah, just, I'll, I'll get out of here. Um, Yeah, and then there's, like, the annoying stuff, like, you can get all the Alolan forms. I like the Diglett hunting. Um, there's this other mini game in this DLC where you can like, there's a bunch of Alolan Diglett sticking their like little golden hairs out of the ground. And if you find all, I think a hundred of them, you get 150, you get, um, all of the, the Alolan form Pokemon, um, given to you, uh, which is cool, but it's like, I, it's a little tedious. Mm -hmm. Um, it kind of like reminds me of like, uh, Assassin's Creed feather hunting or something. Um, but it's easier. Like, you don't really need to look up a guide. They're very easy to find. And the wild area is not exactly, like, high, high detail. You can just look for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I got all the Galerica twigs, which you can use to evolve Slowbro into Galarian Slowbro, the one with a gun for a hand, yeah. Mega Man Slowbro. I'm excited to do that, to play with that guy. But, yeah, I think the now that I'm waiting, now we're just waiting on um, the Crown Tundra. Mm-hmm. Uh the, the main thing I'm excited about from that is obviously new legendaries, being able to hunt legendaries, and most importantly, uh, co-op, uh, co-op like uh, exploration. Mm-hmm. Because I can't tell you how disappointing it was the first time I got into the wild area, and I was on a call I think with our friend Jen, and we were like, okay, we're both online, we're both in this part of the wild area, and we can both see other people. Can we see each other? Nope. We can't sync this up. The game doesn't work like that. So. If you just let me see my friends and like play with them besides max raid battles, then I'm good to go. I'll take that. That would be good. That would be nice. So I hold I hold excitement for for Crown Tundra, but uh, definitely I Love Armor is a little, a little just a little light on the content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd say like a three out of five. Not that we're doing scores here, but yeah. like yeah. it does what it's trying to do. Uh, and what we're trying to do also is, if you're okay with it, Six, continue our discussion of the Galar Pokedex. Ah, uh, I hate it. And continue to rank these cute little friends. No way. Can't do it. No way? You don't want it? Okay, fine. Nope. Never mind. Nope. Uh, we're talking about number 824. Blipbug. 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 Blip Blip is the sound of a radar finding a target. <laughs> and bug is the is a bug. Sachimushi. Do you know what Sachimushi means, Six? Uh, well, Mushi is bug. Yep. That's why that's the the slugs in One Piece are called Denden Mushi. Slug bug, I think. Uh, sense. Sachi means sense. Oh, so it's okay. a sense bug. It's, it's a sensory sense, bug. Sense, I see. I see. Uh, this one looks really weird in the games. Because it's like long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a stretchy friend. He looks like it looks like you pulled the Photoshop thing without scaling it properly. Mm-hmm. You just pulled it upwards. Looks like you caught um, it in the middle of that, like that that the, you know the, the thing with the Photoshop where the, the dude's playing trumpet at the person who doesn't want them to play trumpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally that. <laughs> so mega specific, but so accurate. Wow. <laughs> Um, anyways, Blakeblog is a constant collector of information. They're very smart. Very strong is what it isn't. Damn, owned <laughs> by mm-hmm. the sword decks. Wow. And it's often found in gardens, and it has hairs on its body that it uses to assess its surroundings. So it's a feeler bug. Yeah, it looks like it has like uh, glasses and a bow tie, which I respect. Um, yeah. When I saw Blipbug, I was like, okay, okay, I'm kind of here for this. I think Blipbug's all right. It's um, it gets really weird really fast though. Uh huh. It does. Because then it, it evolves into it evolves into Dotler. Evolves into Dotler. Uh, so Dotler is um, a Dot shape. Dot Gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> it's short for Dot Gobbler. 
I mean, I think it's supposed to be like a bug that's like uh, like a radar dome. It is. It's actually the Ray Dome Pokemon, which is Radar Dome. Oh, okay. Well, you nailed it. Uh It looks very strange. Um can I can I just jump to its sword dex entry cuz it's an extremely big mood? Sure. Um Dotler barely moves, but it's still alive. Hiding in its shell without food or water seems to have awakened its psychic powers. Man, if that were me. Half of that is me, half of that mm, I'm waiting on. Is this a prepper bug? I think this might be. It's waiting on something. Hmm. It's also a disco ball. It's also a Doppler, like you said, a radar dome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm looking at radar domes that are in Japan. These are cool looking. What do these do? I'm, I'm... Oh, they protect our like an antenna. They they surround an antenna. Okay. Oh. Um. See. Yeah. So we we're taking on bug psychic typing here, six. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting and, uh... typing, but it kind of like. I know Butterfree isn't actually Bug Psychic, but it feels like an honorary Bug Psychic because everyone knows Butterfree learns Confusion immediately. Yeah, that's the thing that makes Butterfree kind of potentially useful early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like this idea that Dotler, because the Radar Dome protects the Psychic Radar inside, as it grows inside its shell, it uses its Psychic abilities to monitor the outside world and prepare for evolution. So within that dome is something deadly. Wait, what is it? Um, it's a big bug. It's it's or beetle. It's or is it this beetle or beetle? I can't make a joke there. Nope. Um, or beetle. It's a ladybug with feet. It's like okay, so it's got like like hypnotizing eyes, right? Like it's got doing it's like got the, the cartoon like of. wow 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 thing. Yeah. Uh, it's got Gundam eyebrows. It does. I'm looking at my Gundam and then looking back, you're right. Uh, its Gigantamix form is a UFO. Fuck yeah. There's... Is that new? I think it's new. Um, no, I thought that was in the base game. You just It was Love just it. hard to get, I think. Okay, maybe. Um, so, here's the thing. I guess, there, I guess there's a couple of things that I want to I wanna say. Um, first yeah. off, we should I guess we should read Pokedex entries. Um, it's famous for its high-level intelligence, and the large size of its brain is proof that it also possesses immense psychic power. <laughs> Rick and Morty type. Yeah, I was. That was one of the things I was going to say is that this is this is a Rick and Morty fan. Um, uh, it emits psychic energy to observe and study what's around it, and what's around it can include things over six miles away. Cool. Um. And then uh, Gigantamax, uh, has, his brain has grown to a gargantuan size, as has the rest of its body. This Pokemon's intellect and psychic powers are up over are overpowering. If we were to utilize every last bit of its power, it could control the minds of every living being in its vicinity. Um, That's dangerous. I feel like this design is too busy. There are too many ideas, and they don't mesh together. Yeah hypnotizing Gundam eyebrows big brain robot legs yeah visually it turns too, into a it's, UFO totally I think the UFO is fine because um, it is the mind control Pokemon it's the like you know evil mind control villain the eyebrows are supposed to make it look villainous like you know it looks like a bad guy mm-hmm. uh, and I like the the sort of the way that the uh, ladybug part looks like a both wings and a hel- a helmet Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's just supposed to be a helmet, but it kind of looks like you could just break that in half and turn it into wings. Um, I think the ty- the typing is fun, and the whole, like, you know, Orbital lies in wait to become this evil villain, like, is uh, appropriate. Um, I would actually... I think I'd fight to keep this one. I feel like I haven't fought to keep one in a while. Hmm. Um, I will say Shiny is pretty good. Uh, I forgot. For both it and Dollar turned purple. Or Beetle saw Cerebi give me a hot... Whoa, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I guess I I think the design is a little... Misses the mark a little bit, but it's certainly interesting, and if you want to keep the whole line, I am I am okay with that. I at least want to keep Dollar and Or Beetle. And yeah, Blipbug's adorable. Okay, you know what? Here's the arc. Blipbug is the like quiet nerd who like wants to be powerful but doesn't have any psychic abilities and wears these big goofy glasses. Is like the villain from The Incredibles, and sure. then they're like, I go into my shell 
and I plan evil things. And then they come out and they're a giant brain. Like this is like a kid's cartoon villain. Okay, so yeah, so, a, so Orbeetle Orbeetle is like like while you were going to parties I studied the blade. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's Doofenshmirtz from Phineas and Ferb for the kids up there. You've you've convinced me. I'm here for this. Yeah. I think yeah, once you go back and look at, at uh at Blipbug, it kind of makes more sense. Um, yeah. And that Gigantamax is, is is silly in the way that Gigantamax forms. Should be. Yeah, um, I, I do I do still feel like Orbeetle itself is still is a little confused on its mm-hmm. but it's it's I still it's it's good overall. <laughs> yeah. Um we're still in the evil. This is like <laughs> one evil conglomeration. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about an evil fox named Nicket. Uh so the thing about Nicket that rules is that Nicket has so you look at Nicket. Nicket is this like this fox. It's yeah. got heavy eyeshadow, looks real good. Yeah, got And then it, it the end of its tail is dirty, right? What's oh, up with that? What'd she do? Oh, it's because it goes and steals things, and as it goes, it sweeps away its own footprints. <gasps> it erases its tracks with sights of its tail as it makes off. That's awesome. It's pretty sick, actually. That's so good. They designed a Pokemon to be a sneaky... And the name in Japanese is Kusune, which is such good pun work. That's top-tier pun work Pokemon company. Uh, to lie or to steal, and then Kitsune Fox. Sure, oh, that's great. That's very good. Uh, yeah, and then why also, did, why did I, we get I also, I also think Nickit's pretty good because it's Kit for like a, a young fox, Baby and fox. then Nick, which is like it's not it's steel, you know, like you nick something, but it's specifically like a British, uh, you know, phrase, which is works. You're gonna nick it, region. yeah. Oh, the tail really does sell me. I didn't like Nicket's design that much. Oh, I love Nicket. I also like if you look like you know people always talk about like animals where where they've got like the bottom of their feet, like the, their feet are a different colors than legs, and talk about them having like little like feeties or booties. And yeah. if you look at the front legs of Nicket, it literally has booties. Oh, it totally does. I think Nicket's a great design. Okay, Nicket by itself, hard keep. Also, excellent shiny. Also, not, did like, you top not tier, but like good shiny. Did you not use a Nicket in the game? I definitely caught one. I don't remember using it really in battle. It does do the sweep animation. It'll do attacks and then sweep after itself. Cute. Um. So yeah, I think it and it's that... shiny both own. People are so mean. Everyone's like, they just they made they were so lazy with the animations in this one. They made such a big deal about like we have to do better animations. People are wrong. I think there's a lot of great, great, great animation work in Pokemon. Yeah, I mean it's easy to find examples where it's like, oh, you if you use headbutt with with Cinder Ace, it does a kick. But it's like, I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. There's always, you know, there's there's how many Pokemon, there's how many attacks. There are going to be times where they don't line up. Yeah. And like, sure, I would love it if they went through and did the work and, and added more. But there are so many times where the animation is really charming. And even when it's not great, it still conveys enough that you know what's happening. Just be quiet. Oh, well, they also focus a lot on the idle animations, which I think is important. Because mm-hmm. the, idle, the idols are, are like so much of the character of the Pokemon. Yes, I agree. And uh, and Nicket actually evolves pretty early because this is an early catch. It's uh, it evolves into Thievil yeah. at level eighteen. Yeah, Thievil kind of lost me. Yeah, same. I kind of enjoy the 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 fact that the mask it's kind of like a Zoro or like a and it has a mustache mm-hmm. mustache fox. That's a great look. It's called Foxly in Japanese, which is not as good as uh, as its Japanese counterpart uh, Kusune. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foxly. Secretly marks potential targets with a scent by following the scent it stalks its targets and steals from them. That's just the fox. The foxes do that. With a little body and sharp claws, it goes around stealing food and eggs. Boltund is its natural enemy. Don't be mean to Boltund, you guys. It competes with Lipard for territory. Who doesn't at this point? I feel like if you're going to do this thing where, like, oh, it was a thief and now it's like Zoro, it needs to have, you need to, like, give it, like, a sword. That give it holds with sword, its tail, give me like or something, yeah, and make it like dark cloak. steel. Yeah, dark steel. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is just like, what if Nick it got older? There's not enough here. Um, I there are there are it's hard because there are cool elements here. I do like the little bit of mustache. I do like the growth of the mask. I do like the way that like 
we have like the chest fur kind of cascades and curls down in a kind of interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mm-hmm. just generally like orange and black. It's a really good color combination. Um, orange is the new black six. That's what they say. Um, but they just they just didn't nail it here. I'm afraid. Uh, let's look at the shiny real quick. Let's see if you know. Sometimes shinies can. It's a good shiny. It's okay. It's a good shiny, yeah. but it's not enough to save it. Right? No, no, no. Okay. I don't I I think you get what you need out of Nicket. I think um Thievel, we don't usually cut I feel like we don't cut that many evolutions. Yeah, I think I think Thievel is a case where I I don't think Nicket needs to evolve, but I'd be here for it if they made the case and Thievel just doesn't make the case. Yeah, and if you're going to keep the like British thief aesthetic going, then you can get me more like an Oliver Twist or like the various well that would be a like, pre-evolution and that actually that actually might be the way to go is if nicky didn't have an evolution but had a had a pre-evolution if you did breeding where it was you know all please sir can i have some more or sorry like an artful dodger from the book oliver twist oh i see I, I see um but yeah mm. well so where is my all animals recreation anthropomorphized animals version of oliver twist oh just damn that'd good. be awesome um you see oliver twist isn't that good what who said anything gossifleur is number 829. Is it? Yes. See, now I'm nobodying you, and it leads to both of us nobodying each other, leading to silence. Gossifleur is a flower. It's also called Himenka. It is just a flower with a lot of colors. So it's... A top flower, a hair flower, and a body flower. Princess something. Himenka. Wait for it. Menka means cotton. Okay, sure. Princess cotton. Or cotton. Or ka means flower, so like, yeah, like cotton flower. Oh, ka means I said I, I guess there are multiple words for flower. So it's like hana means flower. Like okay, well, yes. sure, multiple words. Turns out languages. Kasavler by itself is like a it's a little baby. It, it reminds me of baby Digimon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we're not even gonna have to bring out the music this time. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that to you. Uh, so Gossifler, what's the that's um that's the that's the what's it called? That's the Passion Pit album, right? What? This joke has flown over Six's head. There's a good Passion Pit album called Gossamer. Who's that? Is that a... Pas- I mean, I guess that must a band. be a band, a band, but, you know. They do Take a Walk. What? Uh, they do a lot of good songs. You should listen... You- Never mind. You don't listen to music. <laughs> Seems fake. Sheesh. Uh, it anchors itself on the ground with its single leg, then basks in the sun. After abnorming- absorbing enough sunlight, It spre- its petals spread as it blooms brilliantly. It whirls around the wind, singing a joyous song. The delightful display has charmed many into raising this Pokemon. Oh, we didn't mention this, but Nicket and Thievel are pure dark type. They finally stopped making animals normal type. Yeah, well, I mean, we've have we've had some other pure dark type animals before. I prefer it, honestly. We've had like the um the dogs. Remember the ones that look like hyenas, and uh, we've had some of the cats and stuff. Okay, so but- it's not. It's not a thing they never did. Yeah. But um what's your what's your take on just Gossifler before we talk about its evolution? I mean, I think it's cute. I don't know. I guess I I could go I I think it looks cute, but also I don't know what it does that we don't have. Right, just a flower. Yeah, it's a cute flower. It's like, okay, sure. Didn't Gen 6 have some good flowers? Yeah, we've had we've had plenty of good flowers, I feel like. We've had, you know, like we've had like the Oddish line. We've had, um, I'm trying to think because my brain is just stopping on me. We've what had, are they like, called? I can see their face, but I can't see. It's the one that's holding a flower. Oh, that's the, that's, that's fairy type. That's not grass type. Oh, okay. Um, that is, uh. Flabebe, Floed, Yeah. Gorgeous. But we also, we also had, we've also got like, you know, like Whimsicott and, you know, we've got some. Steeny, mm-hmm. Roselia, mm-hmm. Blossom. Yeah, Lilligant, sure. Uh, but okay, let's take a look at the evolution and see what we think there, because we've got at level tw- at level twenty, Gossflare evolves into Eldegoss, ah. Watashi Raga. What? Oh, what I thought Watashi meant something. It Wata does. means co- cotton. Shiraga means white hair. Yeah, Watashi means I myself. I right? It's, That's it's, not yeah. <laughs> Also, gossifers are like it means shiny. Or, I'm goss- gossamer. That's uh-huh. what gossifer uh-huh. was referencing. Um, Eldegoss is pretty dope. It's got a, instead of a big brain, 
that's like a ladybug evil big brain it's like the the good counterpart to uh to orbeetle yeah it's the cotton has blossomed into actual cotton it's not just a flower anymore it's actual cotton i also like that they, the at least the art makes it look like they're they're standing over you mm-hmm. like what's up motherfucker i'm big but in reality they are one foot tall <laughs> and 5.5 pounds mm-hmm. um both Gossifleur and Eldegoss have wonderful shinies. I'm really a big fan of both in different ways because Gossifleur has the red turns blue, the yellow turns pink, mm-hmm. yeah. which I, I actually prefer to the original. It's a very nice pastel. It's a very nice, like, muted pastel. Yeah, and it looks like a different, just a different, different type of flower. Mm-hmm. And then Eldegoss, same thing. It kind of turns pinkish and purplish. Yeah, real, real autumnal look there. Autumn vibes. Um, what do we got for dex entries on this guy? The seeds attached to its con are full of nutrients, and it spreads them on the wind so that plants and other Pokemon can benefit from them. You can spin it into a yarn. Mm-hmm. A glossy, gorgeous yarn. I don't want to sew out of an Eldegoss. That's gross. I mean, there's some stuff in the Pokemon world you're just going to have to get used to. Yeah, like where does, where does cloth come from anyways, if not from from pokemon well there are other plants in the world it's like how there are animals that aren't pokemon there there are plants that aren't pokemon true right oh god that'd be really screwed up if they were if there weren't this isn't bug snacks right oh um yeah i kind of i i I, again i it's a situation where i see eldegoss and i'm like okay i kind of like this but this is like a different take on whimsicott like, this is more very directly, like, oh, look, it's whimsical. We got two electric boogaloo. Uh-huh. I mean, Sax, if we're not feeling passionate about it, and I know it's sometimes it's hard to feel passionate about anything in these times, but if we're not feeling passionate about Eldegoss, then maybe it just needs to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think... The only, the only take I have on Gossifler, by the way, is that it's based on a flower that's native to, the, to like, Europe and the United Kingdom, mm. which is, like, cool. The windflower is, is that, but... Sure. Sure, but yeah, Eldegoss is just like the textile industry. Yeah, generally, general. I think on both of them, like I mean, un- unless unless you feel otherwise, I think we should cut both of them, not because they're bad, but because the Pokedex is big and we don't feel strongly enough. Exactamundo can't keep all these game grass types. There's some cooler grass types coming too. Doctor Mundo, you know what I'm saying? Doctor, I do. Doctor, just like Doctor Mario. Uh, he's he's a he's a League of Legends champion. Oh, he's like a purple dude with a big tongue who throws knives. I only play Heroes of New Earth. I don't know what you're talking about. That's fair. That's fair. I only play Home Improvements of New Earth. Uh, Number eight, thirty-one is Wooloo. I want a whole fucking anime series about Wooloo. Now, are you ready for us to be like total double standard losers? Yeah, we've already got Mareep. We've already got some sheep. We're keeping Wooloo anyway. <laughs> you can't tell us not to keep Wooloo. I want a Wooloo plush. I want a Wooloo in real life. I want to be a Wooloo. I want to dream about Wooloo jumping over fences. But, video but Alan, Wooloo's normal type. The quorum thinks Shut normal up. type is stupid and doesn't mean anything. Well, but here's the thing: if you if you want us to be, to t- follow up with that logic, Wooloo technically evolves into Double. I don't even want to talk about Double. Get the fuck out of here. Wooloo is pure and perfect on its own. Yeah. Uh, so Wooloo is like this little this little this little ball of fur. It's got like these long locks of gray wool hair that like stream in the breeze, but also it can kind of tuck its legs in and just roll as this blob of of wool. Um. Orb. It's, it's just such a it's such a cute. And it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Remember, Wooloo's rolling around at the speed of sound. Well, they roll pretty slowly, actually. It's it's they're they're like they're they're. You've heard one of those edits where they take that song and they play it at like how rolling around yes. at the speed like that. That's Wooloo. Yeah. Um. Ow. You know, six. If its fleece grows too long, it won't even be able to move. And cloth made with it. It's just. It's. I'm a big. Ch- I want to see a big chunky Wooloo now. Yeah. Uh, its curly fleece is such an effective cushion that this Pokemon could fall off a cliff and stand right up, right back up at the bottom unharmed. That's that's super cool. Because uh, then, yeah, what's a Wooloo without fur look like? It's probably super tiny. 
Uh, let me see if I I, I I assume this is going to get me fan art, and I hope it doesn't get me any bad fan art. I'm going to Google no shaved Wulu. Okay, <laughs> all right, that looks cute. Can I get an image? You just go. Oh uh, mm, no! Don't Google it. No, don't Google it. Here, don't I'll Google pass it. you some stuff. Mm. Thank you. All right, it there. Most of them are cute. <laughs> There's some stuff where you're like, "Why did you do that?" Uh, oh, yeah, that's fine. Or there's also this one, if you want just, like, close-shaved. Yeah. Close oh, I like close-shaved Wulu. So, some cool art. There's also some pornography, of course. Um, of course. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. That's a bad thing to do that that person did. Um, if there's, wait, there's... Sorry, now Six has fallen down the hole of Wulu pornography. Well, I was just going to get mad about Double really quickly. I No, I actually wanted... There's a, I, I had... It did the thing where you open it up and you sh like you can see a bunch of images and then you close it and it like changes the window for some reason. No, there's one other image that's really cute that I just wanted to pass you, which is this one. Oh, wait, I noticed a detail about this that sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Why is there so much good fan art of Vulu already? This is wonderful, though. Yeah, turns out, but it turns out, yeah, there is also a second industry of Vulu art that is is surprisingly active and unfortunate. This game's been out for a year, you guys. Relax. It's one of the, <laughs> Slow down. What? Come on, you know that's nothing. This is one of the most popular games in the world. Of course, there's a bunch. The second they show one image of Wulu online, there's already this fan art. That's fair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Wulu is the one of the first Pokemon you actually see in the game, which is fun. You're like, oh my god, there's a bunch of sheep. Um, and you like watch them roll around, and it's adorable, and you can catch one. This is one of those Pokemon that kind of like fills out the world in a cool way, but I would never, ever use in a battle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, what what team would I comp would I, would I make with a Wulu? I don't want to make Wulu fight. I don't want to watch a Wulu faint. I mean, I could I could see like playing against your friend intentionally making like a like having a being like okay, it's shitty Pokemon night and having a Wulu, right? Or like yeah, and that'd be fun. Cutie cutie patootie night. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, also worth noting. So sometimes you're like, oh, what like what interesting thing did they do with the shiny? And sometimes you're like, did they do the most obvious thing possible? Yes. Does it look great anyway? Yes. Yes. Is it just, Wait, oh, the, the wool is black and then the body is white? Yep. Looks really good. Oh, it's just an invert? Mm-hmm. It's just an invert. Oh, I like that. It Actually, that's really nice. Yeah, it's good. It's a 100% invert. And so the thing is, <laughs> ew, <laughs> gross. Um, so yeah, Wulu, a hard keep, guys. I'm sorry if you're like, that's so bullshit. What about the normal types? Stop. Uh, double. <laughs> is what it technically evolves into. And if you look at Shiny Double, that's the ugliest shiny I've ever seen. It's not the ugliest shiny you've ever seen. You, you Okay, you, maybe not. You have you have forgotten some of the things we've been through, but that's a bad shiny. Yeah, I've I've repressed a lot of tragic shinies. But yeah, uh -huh. this is the worst sword and shield shiny so far. It's a bummer because then you're like, I got a shiny Wulu. Don't fucking evolve it. <laughs> this is one of the things that they did a lot, I feel like they they did more of back in, in red and blue. It was sort of the early uh, philosophy of Pokemon of like, well, cute things evolved to be ugly and mean. And they were like, wait, people don't like that. <laughs> and they even, oh, this is kind of fun. If you I, like, I, I, I'm already ready to cut double, but I want to read about it and give it a chance, right? Sure. If you weave a carpet from double's stringy wool, you end up with something closer to trampoline. <laughs> you'll, you'll start to bounce the moment you set foot on it. Its majestic horns are meant only to impress the other gender. <laughs> they Damn. never see use in battle. <laughs> that sucks. But also, wait, what do you mean the other? Like, is that, do only male Wulu have horns? No. No, gender ratio is pretty much 50-50. Perfect. And the sheep that it's based on is actually cute. The Jacob sheep? You want to take a look at the Jacob sheep? That's a cute friend. Uh, let, me, let me look up a Jacob sheep. Hold on. I can do this for you. Oh, that looks, yeah, that looks cute. It looks better this than Jacob. this How'd they make it bad? Well, they gave it... They, it has a bunch of lint around its face. Instead of just... Yeah, it covers the horns. Like, that lint... Oh, maybe the lint is supposed to be like, like a woman wearing a bonnet. 
Or it's supposed to just look like a bonnet? I don't care what it's supposed to look like. You know what it looks like is bad. <laughs> it looks like cut the fuck out of the quorum. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think it looks like. It looks like uh, goodbye. Goodbye to Dabul. Dabul. It's kind of fun to say. But no, double you got to go. Ah. Do you want to do one more evolutionary line before we call it an Sure. Evening? And also, I'm going to tease something. I thought of a bonus episode. Oh, fuck. I'm excited. I love it when you think of bonus episodes. Also, we should get more guests on because everyone's played these games. I was just about to tell you that. That's off, true. Off my That's phone. a good point. We should do that. People should expect guests. Uh, let's um, talk about everybody's favorite Pokemon. <laughs> Choodle. I was so disappointed when I saw Choodle in game. Wait, why were like, you, you disappointed? Fuck- you fuckers, you made Squirtle 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> but Choodle's a good design. It's a snapping turtle. Wait, it is? It's what? A good design? Oh, no. I thought you were t- I thought you were going to like fight me, so I was ready to give you a little bit of like e- equality there. You also agree that it's kind of a bad design? Yeah. No, I was okay, I was great. doing I was leading off by, you know, being like, "Oh, hey, everybody loves Choodle." Uh, we regret to inform you that no one loves Choodle. <laughs> No, Choodle's just, yeah, exactly. Choodle said a racist thing once, and now we can't love Choodle. Apparently, the itch of its teething impels it to snap its jaws at anything in front of it. It starts off battles by attacking with its horn, but as soon as the opponent flinches, this Pokemon bites down and never lets go. Sounds like my ex-wife. Holy shit, Six, that's so true. Oh, wow, that's funny. Thanks. Um, What's a snapping turtle? I've never seen a snapping turtle. Um, maybe I have, and I don't remember. We used to have oh, we used to have them uh, back when I lived in uh, Illinois. Yeah, and like you could you could like they they really I if that is true about the teething thing that makes sense. I don't think it is actually true, but they will just bite anything. It was actually wow. like kind of fun as a kid because it was harmless. You could just like put a stick in front of their face and they would just bite it in half. Oh, they'd break it. Yeah, Damn. yeah. They had the strong teeth. Uh huh. Well, strong jaws. I don't know that they actually have teeth, but Choodle just makes me think it has teeth. Yeah, um, it's got an okay shiny. It turns it turns from like from like uh, cyan and yellow to green and like a sort of a pinkish red. That's interesting. Why do I keep closing Cerebi? Oh yeah, it's like uh, it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Toodle. <laughs> I just made myself that's, laugh. That's pretty good. Thank you. You did good there. <laughs> It was low effort, but high payoff. <laughs> um, the the attachment I have to Choodle, though, is that its evolution, Dreadnought, uh, I kept into the Elite Four. Um, why? Um, Water Rock is a fun typing, even though it's like, it's a it's a damager, right? Like, he does, you know, Rock Slide and Surf and all these, like, high damage moves. Mm-hmm. Just don't ever let him get hit, because any grass type will obliterate these this pokemon in two seconds hmm um yeah i don't know why i made the team that i made in in, in sword and shield i made a really weird team it was like dreadnought gallade my my grass starter uh actually no gallade was not in my elite four team i'd have to look it up but it was like and then uh the like rock and roll electric frog oh like tox- toxic team. croak no, Toxic Rogue is old, but I know who you're talking about. Yes, oh, you're right. We, you know who I'm talking. You're about. right. Uh, it's, it's like the the one that gets amped. Yes, but the <laughs> not amped version. Yeah, the one that gets amped and energy drink. <laughs> Choodle evolves into Dreadnaw. Which have you ever watched? You're a little older for this, but the the cartoon Hey Arnold. I am. Uh, I am acquainted. Uh, the second episode of that show uh, is about them rescuing a turtle from the aquarium because it's being abused mm. and it's called its name is lockjaw and it kind of like it dreadnought looks like lockjaw in a pretty significant way <laughs> god hey Arnold's extremely good i was rewatching some of it recently but yeah dreadnought they like added this weird head thing like a little crest like it has, well it has the horn in the original and the horn becomes like a full-on like blade oh like sure. an xbox yeah. blade yeah like you flip through the blades and pick your menu mm-hmm, options mm-hmm. um it has a Gigantamax form because it's, I don't know, I guess it's pretty popular. They just, so, so far in the Sword and Shield decks, they haven't, like, remade old Pokemon that much. But this is Blastoise. I feel like, right. Dreadnought is just Blastoise and Choodle is just Squirtle. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys, you just did that again. And the Water Rock thing is is cool. Um, it's a really bad typing, actually, like I was saying. Um, 
because they have all the damaging moves and all the weaknesses. With jaws that can shear through steel rods, this I'm trying to. <laughs> I accidentally channeled the Gundam Wing narrator for a second. <laughs> the Romafeller Foundation. This Pokemon has... rapidly extends its retractable neck to sink its sharp fangs <laughs> into distant enemies. You who haven't watched the English dub of Gundam Wing are like, what the fuck? But just yeah, the narrator in that show is so iconic. Um, extends an. He's got an extendable neck. Oh, it's retractable, not extendable. Yeah, no, like a turtle. It pop. It goes in. Yeah, no, it's just turtle stuff. Uh, just turtle it, 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 it <laughs> Hashtag just turtle things. It responded to the Gigantamax energy by becoming bipedal. So did I. First, it comes crashing down on foes, and then it fishes, finishes them off with massive jaws. In the Galar region, there's a tale about this Pokemon chewing up a mountain and using the rubble to stop a flood. Wait, cool. That is pretty cool. Where is that in the fucking game besides the decks? I want more like Galar mythology, dude. Uh, yeah, the, the we've talked about it before, but the Galar like world building and story stuff is pretty underbaked, unfortunately. Yeah. Ah, um, uh, I love I like mythology. Sorry, I like lore. These are it's it's the bite Pokemon, which here's a point against it. It shares this designation with two other Pokemon that are also the bite Pokemon. Yeah, of course. Poochiana and Mightyena. Um, it is a good shiny. It's like a forest green a with sort of a burnt umber kind of uh, highlight color. Ooh, yeah. It looks grass type. It looks like Venusaur. Mm-hmm. And the, oh, the umber is great. I think we could keep Dreadnaw, but okay. we should cut Choodle. Oh. Sure. That's a fun little way to do that. Because I think Dreadnought, there's nothing about Dreadnought. Dreadnought could be like like a Tauros, right? It could be one of those Pokemon that's just yeah. like you see it in the wild and you're like, damn, that boy don't play. Um, and the dog I, don't hunt. And I do think like the type combination is interesting. And just this idea of just this really pissed off turtle I'm kind of here for. Shitty grandpa. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, want to yeah, keep yeah. Gigantamax? I mean, it kind of just stands up. <laughs> it gets like a lip. I like this lip that it got. Let me look closer at this. Yeah, it kind of gets a little bit of an underbite, doesn't it? Well, more of an underbite. There, it already had one, but... There literally is a turtle kaiju, right? Yes. One is a yes, that's kaiju? Gamera, I think. Gamera's... Okay. Hold on. I guess that's what they're going for. I typed in Gamera and got Metacritic.com? Did you type it <laughs> like, correctly? Gamera... Am I typing game era? Is that why? It's just gamer A. Just gamer with an A on the end. That's what's happening. You're right. Yes, Gamera is a yes, Kaiju Turtle. Perfect. That's and, Gamera. And they yeah, that Gamera. lines up that lines up pretty much pretty much exact. Okay. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, and given that the whole Gigantamax thing is a kaiju thing, okay. Okay. I like this shout out. That's a good choice. Yeah. Uh also it's a good shiny, so we'll keep that shiny. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, sometimes they don't have to be mind blowers, incredibly impressive stunners. They can just be, like, a good design, mm -hmm. a good a good turtle. And uh, if you stick, stick tuned, if you stick tuned next week on the Jota Quorum, we're going to talk about some fun dogs, some roly-poly-olies, some apples, <laughs> and finally, snakes. And a big bird. Hopefully we get to the big bird. Um but that's what we got for this week, children. Children of the pod. Next week, we... we're going to have to make references to Nick Jr. This is correct, yeah. Um, it should be a lot of fun. We're continuing to crank through the Galar decks. I hope everyone out there is having fun with their Pokemon, Pokemon DLC. We'll probably talk about... I mean, we'll definitely talk about Crown Tundra when that comes out. And we hope you enjoyed the episode that you just listened to. Let's take it to the plug zone. Plug it in, please, Six. What do you got for the kids? Sure. So my name is Six.Mar. If you want to find me, uh, the best way to do it is to go to Twitter.com and look at at Six.Mar. That's S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. That's how you spell my name. Um, and that's the, where I do my sort of my general tweeting about my opinions about the world and such. But also, there's a pinned tweet there on my profile. Whoa. And it tells you where you can find all of my work, which is pretty much patreon.com slash scanlinemedia or scanlinemedia.com. I do a lot of podcasts yeah. and sometimes articles and rarely streams. 
Um, I've been trying to do more streams over at twitch.tv slash scanline media. It's trying true. To get to... You've been you've been kind of the backbone of our streaming effort, Alan. But what else have you been up to? Oh, golly. Yeah, I'm trying to get that to a week a point where I can do it weekly comfortably. It's just taken me. It's taken I've had to move a lot of stuff. My schedule is gonna be so clear soon though, so it's gonna be awesome. Mm. Um yeah. I am also on another podcast called Chats a Television Podcast. That is C H A T Z. And it's a show where my friend Majan and I uh, watch TV shows that people talk about, and then we talk about them. And we just finished our coverage of the Pride and Prejudice 1995 miniseries. We should be covering the 2005 movie and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies in the near future. So get hype for that. And then we're going to announce our next miniseries. We're doing a summer of miniseries over there. It's a fun little TV show if you like that. Um, I made my Twitter public again, so hopefully it's easier for people to find it. But I'm continuing this weird game where I'm not going to tell you what the account name is. Um, I'm just going to tell you that if you find it, you're allowed to follow me. My, I don't tweet. Uh, bad. Some people have taken the approach of DMing me on Twitter to ask for your Twitter handle. It, oh, really? It better be important. <laughs> Otherwise, just find it yourself. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Wow. Yeah, no. If you Okay, if you're DMing six, uh, how about this? <laughs> I don't know what, what hints to give them. Just think through six's following or something. I don't know. That's a little weird, but do that. <laughs> like, good luck. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I've never been retweeted by anyone notable. Like, yeah, you can do it. I believe in you. Here's a hint, actually. Uh, the icon is from Pokemon. It's my Pokemon avatar. How about that? <laughs> sure. You'll find it. I believe in you. Um, yeah, cool. So that's what we got this week, Six. Thank you, as always. You've been my one, my favorite co-host to talk about Pokemon with since Pikachu was on the show. Um, Pika P, he used to say, and I used to say, that's really funny. Good joke. You're, 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 you're like, hey, Pikachu, are, are, you ready to, are you ready to talk about the next Pokemon, or do we need to take a break? And Pikachu goes, pee. And you're like, okay, you can use the bathroom. <laughs> I need to Pikachu. Remember, remember when that was the funny joke where Gigantamax Pikachu came out and it just said Peach in a really deep voice? Yeah. But, Alan? Yes. We're in a new region with a brand new attitude, but we still got to keep something in mind. That's true, Six. That's so true. And here's what it is, folks. Pay close attention. Listen to me. Put both headphones in. This is a game for kids, so let's be adults. Peace. I'd be the best that we can be. Do 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 do.